Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani, and welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show on this first day of September. And uh, we begin with another one. Uh, I am going to make a chart of the number of felonies that are easily provable that the Bidens have gotten away with as they sit in the White House in the lap of luxury, uh, using our taxpayer money, uh, enjoying themselves, bringing Hunter all around, and uh, selling our country out day after day after day. And through his decision-making, whether it's compromised or uh, affected by senility or his lifelong stupidity, getting Americans killed. But here's a, here's a simple one to, to get, really easy. I lived under federal ethics laws for years. They change a little every so often. The city ethic laws aren't too different. Uh, one of the things you'd have to do is to list a free a vacation that you got. It's possible if it was a long-term personal friend you didn't. I remember an exception like that, um, or a short two- or three-day weekend stay. I'm, I don't remember the rules. It, it goes back, you know, two decades. But, but here, here are the rules today. The rules today are that you have to list a, a free vacation. Ethics experts, this is an article from The Post by Stephen Nelson. Ethics experts told The Post in May that Biden must disclose free vacation home stays and that his failure to do so on the 2022 forms puts him at risk of possible felony charges. Well, I mean, actually, that's a little naive since the Bidens are immune from prosecutions all the way up to treason. Does it encompass murder? I don't know. But I mean, I would think this is way below uh, the things they've already gotten away with, but they've gotten away with it. For example, in August of 2022, uh, Biden spent seven days. He doesn't take short vacations, by the way. Uh, Biden took a seven-day vacation in August of 2022 at Kewa Island, uh, the mansion of a donor named Maria Alwyn, whose family runs a massive hedge fund. And uh, the answer about whether they were paying is they're not paying. They've never paid. That wasn't listed, I, I gather, in his 2022 form. And assuming that was willful, knowing, uh, then it's a felony. To find out if it's knowing, it should be investigated. Is it being investigated? Want to bet? Uh, they also, in November, remember, he's on vacation more than he's working, which maybe is good for the country. In November... The uh, family stayed for six days on Nantucket Island. Now, that was David Rubenstein, who's one of the wealthiest uh, Wall Street investors and the head of a major firm. Uh, and uh, I guess there was no response to whether Joe paid. I, I think we could take the no response as uh, Cheapo didn't pay. And then he spent uh, seven days on St. Croix at Bill and Connie Neville's, and that was acknowledged as for free. 
There, I, we, so we, we, that's about uh, just alone right there. That's almost a month of vacation for which he didn't pay. He allegedly paid Tom Steyer to use his Lake Tahoe home, largely because here you could run into a big conflict. Steyer is a major investor in all the green stuff that Biden, with his fraudulent green program, makes you know very, very expensive. Now, remember, this is part of the Democrat con job, including Gore, that goes back 20 to 30 years that made uh, Gore wealthy. Uh, one would think... One would think people would stop listening to him after the world didn't end and when was it, 2014 or 15 or whatever, but I guess they figure it'll end sometime, so he couldn't have been wrong. Uh, but the Steyer guy was supposedly paid, but then when they did an investigation to look for the rental, they can't seem to find it. So anybody going to care? I guess not, because... Without any doubt, the law does not apply to Biden's or uh, the Clintons. Uh, I mean, Biden's violation of uh, the documents is egregious in comparison to whatever they're saying about Trump. Uh, For example, Biden put the classified documents in Chinatown. You might as well just deliver them to Xi Jinping. I mean, what? Well, I, I guess he did deliver it to Xi by having them available for Hunter to pass every single day in his garage. Uh, and Hunter sent a couple of emails uh, that look like plagiarized uh, intelligence reports, which, of course, would run in the family. The um, reason I think that more and more of the American people are now getting this is not just the ridiculousness of the cases against Trump, But the comparison of those cases, which are tortured extensions of statutes that have no application to what they're talking about as a crime, like in my case, every single thing I did in that two to three month period was as his lawyer, as his advocate. I... There's nothing there that I did that any other lawyer wouldn't have done or that I haven't done on behalf of any other client, except you're not allowed to represent him, uh, which I know right now because the people in the case in Georgia, including this one, are having a hell of a time finding a lawyer that has the guts to, um, to do it. Although I should tell you, just so I guess this is also breaking news that I just completed my affidavit. Uh, similar to the ones filed by the president and several of the other co-defendants. It's interesting. Some of them I don't know. I'm looking forward to getting to know them. They look like pretty good guys, actually. I mean, and they, like me, they, they, they seem to be patriots in that they had uh, serious doubts about the Georgia election and had the guts to go ahead with it, even though the uh, crooked-nosed governor of the state and, and AG you know, can probably target them. Now, any of you who think that Kemp is a hero, please uh, just suspend judgment. I got plenty to tell you about Kemp if you can't figure it out yourself. You look at what happened to the Proud Boys 
I, I have this very terrible feeling at the pit of my stomach that 10 years from now when they look back on this, the, the, the incarceration of these people is going to be similar to uh, what happened to the Japanese and to some extent the Italians, but much more the Japanese during the Second World War. Uh, and I don't mean that some of them didn't do something wrong. Uh, some of them did something really wrong, particularly the ones who assaulted the police. The ones who did damage, they did something wrong. But by and large now, when people just do damage, they don't go to jail. Uh, the idea that this was an insurrection, I don't know. If you can't figure out that it wasn't, I, I don't know that I, we really have much of a basis to talk to each other. I mean, this was the stupidest, dumbest insurrection anybody ever organized. They went to the Capitol, the Proud Boys and the whatever boys and others, without guns. Uh, you can have an insurrection against the United States without a weapon? Where's the plan for the insurrection? The FBI uh, leaked, oh, a year ago, there was no plan for an insurrection. I was dismissed from this case, oh my goodness, six months ago. They never report that, by the way. Uh, because the judge couldn't find that I participated in any plan for, for, for a insurrection. Well, I didn't participate in any plan. I absolutely, I don't know of any plan, nor have they found a plan, nor have they found a person with a gun inside, nor have they charged somebody with an insurrection, nor have they proven insurrection. But they just say it, they just write it. In, in this article in the Wall Street Journal, they refer to it as a January 6th insurrection. The what? I don't know, what do you, you might, you got to call it something else. Gathering, riot, I, I don't know. You cannot call it an insurrection if you can't even charge a damn thing. They do this seditious whatever thing, which is the torturing of that statute. And now what they did to these two guys, this is uh, uh, Soviet gulag time in the District of Columbia. One, one guy, Joseph Biggs, who didn't hurt anybody, did no physical damage to anyone. He did, the damage that he did was he destroyed a fence that was blocking crowds from accessing restricted capital grounds. And he allowed uh, protesters to surge forward. I don't know that he ever went in, it doesn't say here he ever went inside. So he, he destroyed a fence. The other guy I think helped him. One of them is Joseph Biggs. He was given 17 years in prison. Uh, the prosecutor asked for 33 years in prison, and they justified it with the terrorism enhancement statute. And the act of terrorism was knocking down the fence. It can't be that the terrorism enhancement statute passed as a result of September 11th encompasses knocking down a fence. Otherwise, we live in a totalitarian state. What are you, crazy? These guys are terrorists? Go shove it up your judge. What kind of judge are you? Where do they train you, in Nazi Germany? Judge Timothy J. Kelly? Terrorism? The judge was uncomfortable with applying the full terrorism enhancement statute so we cut it in half they i said i told you they wanted 33 years in jail let them die in jail for knocking down a fence 
I guess you should go to jail for knocking. Bragger never put you in jail for. You think if one of these Antifa people or Black Lives Matter people or these other people who burn cars, you think if they knock down a fence, they'd go to jail, even in the District of Columbia? One of these judges, they give him a kiss and an award. And the other guy, they don't, I don't have enough facts here about what he did that justifies uh, giving him an enhancement for terrorism. They were convicted of seditious conspiracy with a definition of that that is clearly fanciful. This wasn't terrorism. This wasn't sedition. This wasn't insurrection. They knocked down a fence. I'll be back in a short while. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani. Rudy. Back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And I have with me uh, Dr. Maria, who's already interrupting. Good day. Rudy, Rudy. Well, you know, wherever I walk with that's you, that's what they yell. Rudy, Rudy. You weren't in the prison with me when they did that. Thank the Lord. I've never seen a prison. Well, I have. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that I have a record now. Oh, no. I was arrested. I got a mugshot. You know, can I ask you a serious question? My mother's on this? turning over in her grave. I'm sure. So someone falsely accused of something. Someone, I mean, t- like, like Curtis takes it. He's got 81 arrests. Well, he's 80. very proud of his arrest record. I, know, I'm, I, I don't like it. No, well, can I ask you a serious question? So someone gets falsely accused of something. We all know this is politically motivated. You go in, you have to have a mugshot. You're, what, you're proven innocent. If somebody did a search on you, they want to hire you to offer, you know, to look at their stadium for safety in Byron, and they look you up. What does it show? Does it It'll sh- show that I was arrested? Yeah. Uh, uh, it. it, it uh, look, they. Uh, I'll give you an example of how unfair it is. So there have been articles written in the next last couple of days. It's hard to keep up with all of them to complain about them. One of the posts where it says, "Oh, back in such and such, my house uh, was raided." By the FBI, which sounds like I'm a criminal. Yeah. Doesn't point out that something very extraordinary happened two years later. Yeah. The U.S. Attorney's Office, after looking at everything in my house, everything, they raided my law office. They took, uh, without telling me, my uh, iCloud account for three years, and they went through 20 years of my business records, and they wrote a letter to the grand jury saying they couldn't find probable cause that I committed a crime. Yeah. So how did they get a subpoena to give you a warrant? Well, that's one question. But <laughs> why didn't they put that in the article? Yeah, right. The article no, they never do. The article leaves it hanging. They, they, they raided my house. But then they got a chance. And every one of those creeps wrote, where there's smoke, there's fire. 
you know, in the case of Biden, there isn't smoke. There's, an, there's like a, 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 a blaze going on that's unbelievable. You know where the smoke is? It's up there, poop shoot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where they're full of malarkey. And, and they never, uh, they, they reported on page 97 that uh, the U.S. attorney wrote a letter to the grand jury saying I didn't commit a crime. You know how rare that is? I mean, we, we, we uh, forced them into that because the whole thing was so unfair. You know. You're the, so you're the world's best-known crime buster and, and crime fighter. And you think they wanted to give me that letter? They did everything they could to find anything they... Now, another thing that makes this Fanny, uh, whatever the hell her name is... Willis, I think. Hillis Willis, yeah. Is they covered that whole period, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, these people in the Southern District and the FBI who've been dying to get me for five years couldn't get me. They went over all of that, and now this yo-yo... In, uh, in Georgia gets a chance to do it. And she doesn't even know how to do it. She indicts before she has the grand jury vote. I am told by the lawyers in Georgia that the indictment is a piece of junk, just as a local matter. And I know it's a terrible indictment because she, in, she has drafted herself right into the federal court because she doesn't have any understanding how the federal statutes work. But Don't be I, telling I, anything. No, she's done already. <laughs> You know, I held this, withheld the statute for, for four weeks. Well, in any event, what about um, McConnell is the do- his doctor. What did they get these doctors? His doctor <laughs> said the day after he's OK. Yeah, probably at that point in time. He's OK. The day he, he's occasionally lighthearted. Lighthearted? It's not uncommon. Lightheaded. Lightheaded. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll be back in a minute because. I don't know how common. I never saw somebody like that before. I'll tell you all about it when we return. It's certainly not common. We'll be right back. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. I have Dr. Maria with me, and I I just am flawed by the idea that one day after, that guy didn't know where the hell he was. His doctor says it's not uncommon. I have never seen a majority leader do that (laughs) I don't mean to laugh. The only person who has come close to doing that is the President of the United States, who I think is about a month away from basically going out of it, like uh, not, not being able to say anything. So my disclosure is I am not taking care of Mitch McConnell, um, but Mitch McConnell has had a series of falls in the last few months. In one must have been a pretty serious fall. He had a major concussion. Concussion can cause a lot of aftermath. People think, oh, well, concussion, you just got a bump on the head. It can cause tiredness, memory loss. What I am observing from Mitch McConnell I don't think is a reflection of the concussions because of my emergency medicine background. I've seen a lot of people have what's called TIAs, transient ischemic attacks. A lot of doctors have said that on on television. Ah, okay. The doctor here that says the same thing. Okay, that's what it looks like to me from my 
background. I do practice medicine as a nurse practitioner. And um, I gotta tell you, she's damn good. She got, you got the football player right, right off the television. Yeah, like Boom, you know, one, I'm, one thing of my reputation has been impeccable that about I'm a good diagnostician. I don't need a lot of x-rays or blood tests. I usually can go with the story no, and the I've exam. I've this happen several times, particularly yep. during COVID where you, you saved a couple of lives. Yeah. But um, so what is a TIA? It is a little interruption in the brain. So when you think of a stroke, which is the parent of a TIA, a stroke is, we call them wet or dry strokes. I don't want to get too technical, right. but a wet stroke is from blood. So you have a hemorrhage in your brain, you have a stroke, you can't talk, or you have a deficit, and it's a neurological medical emergency and a lot of times you have to have that blood evacuated from your brain the dry stroke is from a thrombus a blood clot or so what uh, have? it's too hard to tell without an mri but these transient ischemic attacks are usually from the blood clot some mm. kind of occlusion that is whether there's spasms and all of a sudden you turn off a little bit but he does need, I'm sure, you, right? He's Mitch McConnell. He's got access to the best care. I am sure he is going through some examinations and some diagnostics. I'm confident of it. So they said he was dehydrated. Dr. Lee Schwan of Yale School of Medicine says he, he listened to the entire explanation of the McConnell people, and he says doesn't make any sense to me no dehydration is severe cover up. but cover up. yeah but it's not going to cause you to have what i call a hiccup in so the when brain does biden, when does biden go totally blank now biden's a different he's, case he's, he's right there no but we, we got to go quickly because i gotta oh, get the i'm call. sorry just so, tell me just tell me when he's going to go completely blank. Well, that i can't tell but he you is, have good he? days and bad days when you have vascular dementia so that's not mitch mcconnell's he, am problem I right if i say this if you don't die of some other cause, if you have dementia like he has, yes. and you don't die of some other cause, you eventually go blank. That is true. He eventually won't be able to feed himself, and there'll be a lot of other issues. And that can happen anytime. Anytime. And he's not looking too well right now. No, he hasn't looked well for a while. Yeah. Okay. Neither does Diane Feinstein, Mitch McConnell. When you looked at McConnell the other day, you said he, he looked like he was dying. He has a look on him. Uh, he always had a very waxy, funny look, like he shows no facial expression. So I always wondered if he had scleroderma, which is a toughening of the skin. But let's not go down that rabbit hole. But um, he just looks so thin, so frail. And, and I said, oh, cheeks, yeah, I said, in. oh, he's he's dying. I'm, I'm not saying he's going to die on, tomorrow. When Biden but, doesn't have makeup on, he, he looks like... Uh, you know, something that, like a something they're putting away at night. Do you know and Jeff they Durham? they wake him up in the morning with injections. Jeff Durham is a ventriloquist, and he has one of the puppets that looks just like Biden. <laughs> I'll show it to you later. It probably does better than Biden, the puppet. So let's go to um, let's go to Max in Manhattan. Mr. Mayor, thank you for taking my call. Okay, Max. Um, how are you? I, all right, and yourself? Good. Listen, I don't think we just had two people sentenced due to January 6th. We had Enrique Tario sentenced to 33 years, and we had Joe Big sentenced to 17 years. And for what I understand, Tario wasn't even around the area. No, no, Tario was not there, and he's alleged to have sign of organized it from afar, which even if true, you would think would mean, if that's true, and actually it was something, 
you would think it would require some, you know, couple of years sentence at most, right? You know, if that. You know what Nobody. I thought might be a, a, a good way to, to free Tario, if I may. Um, the American, Cuban-American community in Miami is very strong. I think if we were to ask for some sort of protest, they'd love to get together and walk down um, Flagler yeah. Street, for example, and and, uh, and you know, protest. I think everybody, in. I think on the right, everybody's afraid of a protest because the same thing will happen. Now, I uh, I don't know the I can't tell you the exact extent of it, but I'm going to tell you for certain that whatever happened on on January 6th was grossly exaggerated and orchestrated by uh, by Pelosi. That's why she won't give over any of her records, won't show you any of the films. Uh, these wild, crazy cries that four people were dead, the false information in the New York Times that the police officer was hit with a fire hydrant, uh, the fact that even today they won't, they, they'll kind of fudge around the fact nobody was killed except, on, except the Trump people were killed, not, any, not by the Trump people. And the fact that I, I knew from the night of the incident that there were Antifa agitators in the crowd. Not only that, there were pre-existing texts calling for Antifa people to be there. And nobody bothered to investigate that. And if you say that, you're, you're at risk of being raided by the FBI and put in jail. But I have the, I have the texts. I'll put them out. Maybe I'll get them for tonight on my show, 8 o'clock. I'll show them to you. Antifa people asking for Antifa people to come there so they can make it much worse. So we don't know the extent to which that damn thing was orchestrated and how much it was entrapment. And you're putting people away? I, I don't... For, like the, the prosecutor was asking for 30 years for these people. Here's the physical damage the two people I mentioned did. They knocked a fence down. They knocked a fence down. Okay. And it was outside. Okay, you're not supposed to knock the fence down. In the course of, of, of demonstrations, demonstrators knock fences down all the time. I was about the only one who ever arrested people for doing that. When I did it for the first time, they were shocked. I did it as part of my philosophy. You don't, you don't give them an inch on a demonstration. That goes over the line because if you do, they'll take a mile. But almost nobody else has that, and almost nobody else stops riots except me. And I took over a city that had massive riots. In eight years, I had none. The next riot came back when the next Democrat mayor was there. I, I just don't allow riots, but there aren't other Most mayors are not like me. But the reality is... I, for just knocking a fence down? And how do they apply the terrorism statute to that? I mean, that, that's going to jeopardize the passage of all that terrorism legislation to be applied to ISIS. Just at a time that Biden is letting ISIS in the country, you know, who knows how many? Since we don't stop people, we're catching a record number. If we're catching a record number, a record number are, are escaping us as well. That's just a function of illegal immigration. If whatever number we stop, an equal number comes in that we don't stop. So this, this is not me. This is Ivy League universities 
who have done these studies, so you're allowed to believe them. Wow. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. What's going on with these January 6th people is a travesty. It's making the entire District of Columbia judicial system look like something in a communist or fascist country. It's, uh, it's ridiculous to apply this terrorism statute Now, Mayor, the January 6th committee covered up, destroyed evidence now from their committee, would not hand over a lot of the footage, finally was strong-armed to do so through a Freedom of Information Act. Where's the accountability with that? Why why doesn't, I mean, Nancy Pelosi was there with a film crew. Like, with her daughter. Yeah, it doesn't make any well, how did, sense. How did the Capitol Police how are did underneath her. A, a straight-on shot of the shooting without knowing the fact that it was going to take place? And nobody wants to ask that question? Sullivan is, is free. Sullivan has a, had a pre-existing charge for inciting riot. In Utah. In Utah. There's a film of him the day before asking him to burn down the Capitol. There are texts of him to Antifa telling them to come to the Capitol. There's him in the Capitol directing around Antifa people on film, and he just happens to get the kill shot. He happens to know exactly when the gun's going to come out. He puts his camera right on it. He makes sure he doesn't, he doesn't film the cop. And you want me to believe that that wasn't orchestrated? I'm sorry. I, I, didn't, I didn't put all those criminals in jail by believing crap like that. Sad situation. Four people died, four innocent protesters, nonviolent protesters. One, as we know, Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed by Capitol Police Bird, who is just promoted, by the way. Another person was beaten to death. Uh, Boyland, Roseanne Boyland. It came out that she had drugs in her system, but I saw the tape. Irrefutable. She was beaten to death. Uh, and then two men who were outside, just standing outside the Capitol, when the police started doing tear gas and other things down on the unarmed crowd, and they died from heart attacks. Yeah, I had no reason to do it to them. There was no reason to do it. You can't, you can't find a justifiable reason for doing that. And then all the lying about it, all the lying they did that's been disproven. Also, the fact that they keep referring it to an insurrection without any proof of insurrection. Let's go to Robert in White Plains. Hi. Hi, Robert. Good afternoon, Rudy. How are you? Hi. So, um, and I'm in Brooklyn, by the way. Oh, so, I'm sorry. But anyway, anyway, but what I, I just wanted to point it out. You know, this horrific, absolutely horrific treatment of the um, January 6th people. Yeah. And this horrific treatment of you and Donald Trump. It's just a totally weaponized uh, system that basically it's like a totalitarian government it's like a hybrid between fascism and communism and you know in the cloud pivot strategy you overload the system for example you have millions of illegal immigrants coming in you overload the system to destroy the system so then you could bring in like obama said to transform it to bring back better to destroy what you have to bring what they want yeah, and I think you got it, Robert. I think you 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 um, you got it right on target. God bless you, Judith in Brooklyn. Hi, Robert's one hundred percent right. Hi, yeah. Maria. Hi, Rudy. Hi, Rudy. Hi, Judith. How are Hi. you? 
I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I'm upset. We all are upset with all this craziness, really. But you know what? I must tell you the Matthew story. I heard this around a please, year and a half ago. Please. I'm going to share two, it with you. Two minutes. Get, and do, do your best. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, I, I will try. Thank you, Rudy. Uh, January 6th. Here's another story that really people need to know. And just to show you the DOJ and how corrupt and how evil they are, together with this whole Washington stuff that's going on. Matthew's aunt, I heard her interviewed. Um, she said that her nephew moved from a different state to help his mother. She had cancer. And on the day of January 6th, he basically was in the Capitol 43 minutes after the riots were over. And he could prove it on his cell phone. And they threw him in jail anyways. And his lawyer was telling him, they want you to plead guilty. And he kept saying, but I'm not guilty. I didn't do anything. And this went on for a few months. He was deteriorating. He was very upset. Finally, he says, okay, I'll plead guilty. Let me get out of here. Six months, misdemeanor trespassing. Let me get out. Even though he felt he did nothing, wasn't there, could prove it and whatever. Guess what? They come back and they say, the lawyer says, now they want to upgrade you and call you a, I'm not, listen, listen to this, unbelievable. Call you a terrorist and they're going to throw you, they're going to ask for six years instead of six months. And guess what? They put the date of his court hearing and trial, whatever, on the day that his mother died, she actually died. And, on the, and three days before, the end that they found him hung up in his cell. He, he, yeah, he I, remember, I, 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 I remember this. I don't know. Somebody is going to have to pay for this in the afterlife, I think. I hope it happens now, though. Oh, my God. I mean, this is, this is horrible story. What, what's going on. How, I forget the name of the guy that when they finally got his uh, video, it showed he was inside the Capitol for all of three minutes. Never did anything, never broke anything, had a conversation with two or three people. And instead of, and instead of dropping the case, they still wanted him to spend 10, 10 months or a year in jail. I mean, I, I hope, I've got to find out what happened to the case. Hope the case was dismissed. The guy should be suing them for $10 million now. The guy didn't do anything wrong. He didn't break in. He was invited. There's a film of him being invited in. Well, we'll take a short break. And we'll be right back. And thank you, Dr. Maria. Don't forget, Sunday, 10 o'clock. We got an hour. Uncovering Uncover the, the truth. truth. And then I'll be. Rudy Giuliani. And now it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Mayor's Final Thoughts. Sponsored by Tunnel to Towers. Tunnel to Towers, that wonderful group of people that's there when our uniformed officers are catastrophically injured in the line of duty or lose their lives. They build smart homes for those who need them. And of course, they take care of the mortgage for the families that are left behind and then give them the moral support that everyone needs at a time like that. You want to be there and you want to have their back. And it's really important, given the deterioration of our democracy, the decency of our uh, government, that uh, we all stick together and stand behind these people. The only way we're going to come out of this as a group of united people who, who, who get through the brainwashing that we've been subjected to by uh, really a communist plot to, to, to take down this country. Uh, so I'm going to give uh, Jim, uh, Jim. I'm going to give Jim the final final word here. We got about three minutes, Jim. 
Love you, Mr. Mayor. I'm so honored you give me this time. Listen, yeah. in 1981, well, so 1981, the Soviets tried to kill the Polish pope who was working against communism. Thank God that Polish anti-communist pope survived. But 40 years ago today, the Soviets murdered a Democrat congressman, anti-communist leader, leader of an anti-communist group. That was Congressman Larry McDonald. I remember. I, 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 I don't think I would have remembered if you didn't tell me. I mean, I remember now, but wow. But listen, so uh, Congressman McDonald was teaching and trying to make an anti-communist movement in America to alert people to the communist movement in America and around the world. So the Soviets had to kill him. The Soviets, that same communist operation that tried to kill the Pope, uh, tr uh, killed Larry, Congressman McDonald. That same communist movement murdered 150 million people. That same communist movement helped Hitler. They helped Mussolini. They made chaos all around the world because after chaos, you end up getting the organized communists to get power. America is under total chaos. The communist influence here is very strong. That same communist movement that killed 150 million people, tried to kill the Pope, murdered the congressman, anti-communist congressman. That's the same communist movement that's trying to destroy MAGA, trying to destroy Trump, and trying to destroy you, Mr. Mayor. This is an extremely, absolutely serious, serious situation we're in. It may be too late. We have to wake up. Again, the website, KeyWiki, K-E-Y. W yeah, great. You can look up I, I can, your I can your senator. I can personally vouch for that. Interview, J.R. Mm -hmm. Nyquist, N-Y-Q-U-I-S-T, J.R. Nyquist, dot blog, September 1st, interview with Jimmy from Brooklyn. I didn't hear it, so I have no idea how it went. Usually I'm, o I'm never satisfied with the work <laughs> I do. I'm a perfectionist, and I'm so imperfect. It's torture. For 35 years, I'm working, spending time, money, to try to stop the communist movement. Now I need dental work. I've got to get my dental work done at a, at, a, at a dental school. So I spent money, my life savings. We are in such serious trouble, Mr. Mayor. People made fun of me as an anti-communist. You know, you could see the difference. When Stalin died, Khrushchev came in. Because of the reorganization uh -huh. of the communist movement, we had the drugs, we had the riots, the sexual revolution. That happened under Khrushchev. And then when Gorbachev was in charge, took away the image of the enemy, that's when this communist thing around the world went worldwide massive. Israel's in trouble. Canada has communist leadership. America has communist leadership. Mexico, it's the entire world. I don't call people Marxist. I don't call people communist. I point out the movement. Yes. It's the movement that got Trump out of the presidency. Well, let's hope. Let's, well, this is our time, and we're going to just have to do it, Jim. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless America. Remember Sunday? Noon? Uh, 11? Uh, 10? 10? 10? 10? 10 to 11. Dr. Maria and me. Thank you, Dr. Maria. God bless America.